You're now listening to the Boss Buzz Podcast by Boss Up Magazine, bringing you an intimate conversation with bosses around the world on all of their current and future boss moves. To learn more about Boss Up Magazine, visit bossupmag.org. Make sure you stay socially connected on Instagram and Facebook via Boss Up Mag. Now, it's time to learn all about the new bosses in town. So let's boss up and catch the buzz with the official boss herself, Twani Dozier. Hey, 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 bosses. It's the official boss here, Twani Dozier, And today I'm here with Nikita McKenzie. She is the founder of the nonprofit organization, I Am She. And she will be telling us all about what she does and offers. So let's go ahead and get started. Hi, Nikita. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Thank you for joining me on the Boss Buzz podcast. Let our let our listeners know more about your organization and everything that you do. So first, thank you so much for having me on the Boss Up Magazine podcast today. Buzz up. I'm so happy to be here and I am ecstatic. Uh, I am she is the acronym for I am someone he empowered, which is a nonprofit organization that is geared toward assisting women um, in that may be going through some major life transitions. Um, although all the transitions that they may be experiencing uh, does not have to be negative transitions. It could be they could become a mother for the first time or getting married or changing careers. Any um, major life event that they may require some level of support um, emotionally to get through. Um, we're here to support them, but we also provide mobile transition services, which means that if there was an instance where someone was going through a negative transition and it requires a tangible support we're also uh available to to provide that as well okay nikita please tell us more about the various services that your organization offers so our organization also does education and advocacy for health and awareness health and wellness i'm sorry so what we do is we ask that um during the month of march we do colon cancer awareness we do breast cancer awareness in October. We also do lupus awareness in May, and we participate also in domestic violence. So during these uh, various health and wellness uh, advocacies, we ask for people to be honored. So we would ask someone to nominate a, a person, or you can nominate yourself. And we acknowledge that you are a survivor of whatever it is that you have encountered in any of these areas. We also uh, educate our our, uh, our, our audience uh, on all of these um, different things. We educate them, we give them tips, we talk about uh, different things that they should do to try to prevent or early prevention of these things. So those are some of the major things that we do. We also do adopt a family. Every year during the month of December, during the holiday season, we adopt families that we can bring holiday cheer to. They ha- they may have experienced some type of major life transition, some traumatic experience, or they just may be in a financial challenge at this time. And so we adopt those families and we get a list of things that they would like because we believe in giving people things that they want to have. That's how you bring them cheer. So we also always go to the families and ask them for a list of items that they would desire. And we don't leave out the parents. We just don't do the children, but we do the entire family. So those are some of the things that we also do, um, services that we provide by the organization. Awesome. And, and tell us more about how your nonprofit came to fruition. So I and she is actually 
birth from my own personal experiences with transition. Um, I was a teenage mother, and so that was my first major transition where I successfully overcame. And I say that because my daughter will be 30 um, this coming March, and she is not what I've expected but or exceeded my expectations, but she has rose, risen to the occasion. She's an accountant. Um, she's a wife. She is a, a property owner. She owns a duplex um, here in the Philadelphia area. So um, she is has defied statistics. So she was my first successful story of transition, and she is what inspired I Am She. Awesome, awesome. And tell us, what uh, areas or locations do you serve service? Is, is it just Philadelphia, or is it certain places? Tell us more about that. Actually, because we are at this point a mobile transition uh, uh, organization, there is no real boundaries to how or where we service people. Um, what I will say is this, that in the upcoming future, we will be opening a actual transitional property and that will be located in the Philadelphia area. Uh, but we are open to servicing any person in any capacity, uh, wherever they are, as long as we can um, confirm that the need is there. Awesome. Amazing. This sounds amazing. I'm sure our listeners uh, are really, really moved by this. I know I'm moved. This this is great. This is great. Uh, so tell us, what are some things that you ran into in regards to starting your nonprofit? What are some challenges that you experienced? Um, I think everything was a challenge for me. And I say that because I was ignorant to what it took to even begin a nonprofit. I started my nonprofit after working in corporate America uh, for 21 years in the health uh, healthcare industry. And it was something that I had been nesting and sitting on for a while, but I did not do a lot of research prior to walking away from my job because an opportunity for me to leave opened up that I was not anticipating. So I actually wound up leaving earlier than I planned. Um, so everything was a challenge for me. It was figuring out how to brand it, how what kind of support I needed, what uh, things that I need to put in place for a nonprofit to make it legit, because that was the big thing for me is making sure that when I started this nonprofit, it was legit. It wasn't a business or an organization that people just saw on social media and we did things here and there. And that was the just to us. It was important for me that this be a legitimate organization. So the challenge became finding the right people to work with to make sure that everything was as it should be. And so a lot of things I did have to uh, learn as I go. Um, but I thank God for the people that he put in my path, that I had a person, a Dr. Wesley Proctor, who is a nonprofit guru, and he was very instrumental in helping me get started. And from there, I just, you know, uh, did a lot of networking and tried to connect myself with people that had things that I needed. Um, and it wasn't too much for me to ask for help. Nice. So tell our listeners, what what is something or I guess what is the main thing that, you know, people come to you for with assistance with, with your nonprofit? The main thing I get are coaching clients. Um, at this point, we, we, we run uh, campaigns throughout the year where we open up to let people know that there is tangible support. 
but what I'm known for is my empowerment, my women's empowerment. So most of the business or the people that are drawn to the organization are women that are in transition. They're going through some kind of major thing. Um, they need some kind of major support. They need direction. They're looking for someone to coach them up. And that's generally what uh, kind, what, what's, who, who is drawn to the organization. Okay, okay. And, and do you mainly get women? Uh, do you get a mix of men as well? Or, you know, is it kind of half and half? We do women only. So we started off, um, we did get men inquired in the early onset. And don't get me wrong, we don't... Uh, um, especially exclude the men because there are some opportunities there for men to be a part of what we do. But for coaching purposes, I do not take on male clients. Okay. Okay. And for the coaching, what is the length of the coaching that is offered? So we have uh, several uh, service offerings for that. We have a eight week um, coaching program. We also have a 12 week coaching program. And we're also in the process of developing what we're going to call a group uh, masterclass model, which will run for five weeks. And it'll give us the opportunity to uh, have more of a group uh, uh, coaching um, session where people can network and grow from each other. Right. And then it will provide them an opportunity. If you need some a level of assistance that's more on an individual basis, you will be able to get some time there as well as a VIP uh, for the group coaching model. Awesome. And, and how can those interested in the coaching and working with your nonprofit and accessing the resources you provide, how can they go about doing that in regards to, um, you know, working with you and becoming a client? So they can visit our website. Our website uh, is I am uh, www dot I-N-C Nikita I-A-M-S-H-E N-I-K-I-T-A dot org um, if they go to the services tab there there will be an opportunity for them to uh, sign up for a 20 minute discovery session and which is totally free and at that point I would talk with them and make sure that what we offer is a fit for them before we even take them on as a client um, if someone would like to just be a part, we also host quarterly empowerment events and they can attend any of the empowerment events. And most empowerment events are also open to men as well. Um, if they would like to partner with us or become a sponsor, there, there's opportunity for that as well. So all of this information is available on our website. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Nikita, I want to go ahead and get into a few questions that I like to call success tips. Um, and they just kind of give our listeners some insight uh, for those who are looking to start a business or a nonprofit to, you know, give them a little bit of insight on, you know, what to expect, what can help and what can keep them um, bossing up. So the first question I want to ask is uh, share some advice that has kept you grounded in your business. So what I would say, um, the, the main thing, and there are a couple of things that has really kept me grounded, but the main thing I'm going to have to say is prayer. Um, having a prayer life has been very instrumental in keeping me grounded because you are faced with so many different things in any type of entrepreneurial 
uh, situation, whether it's a nonprofit or any other type of business venture, um, there are so many obstacles that are present um, on a consistent basis. And emotionally, if you are not in a good place, it is hard for you to overcome the things that you are faced with constantly. And so prayer has been very instrumental in making sure or keeping me grounded when it comes to me starting this nonprofit. The other thing is surrounding myself with people that are like-minded, having people in my corner that can, uh, you know, coach me up, you know, that can talk to me and give me advice and to help me, you know, find my way. Because the truth is, like I said, I started out, I didn't know a lot about a nonprofit. I had no idea what it was going to look like, but I was being obedient to what God had placed in my heart. And I knew that there were things that I encountered that was to be given. And there was things that only, you know, um, were for me to help someone else. And that was a big thing for me is I wanted to be able to inspire people with the things that I have overcome. And so uh, having people around me to help keep me focused, um, that had, like, like I said, like-minded, because um, that's the other thing. When you are starting a business or a nonprofit, um, your, your, your relationships have a tendency to change. And one of the reasons they change is because people that are not doing the same things, their, le their level of understanding is not the same. So when they're calling and they're asking you to go out to an event and you have to say, I can't attend this event right now because of what's on my to-do list, that's not always easily understood. So having people in my corner that I can talk to that know exactly what it feels like to be in this position was very important as well. Nice, nice. Okay, so for my next question, uh, tell us one thing you learned um, as running your nonprofit, tell us one thing that you learned that you wouldn't have known unless someone told you. Oh God, I, I want to say one of the things that I, unless someone told me, right? Yes. <laughs> hmm, let's see. That I, I, that was almost everything. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know like I said early on because of how I started I don't think there's anything about this that I would have known unless someone told me um, the only thing that I would have known on without being told was that I needed faith and that's just because of the nature of who I am and my spiritual connection and understanding faith but everything that I have learned up until this point um, either someone gave me some type of direction on where to go with direction to go into to learn something or they gave me information that was very instrumental so I promise you everything that I know about being a founder of a nonprofit was because of information that I received wow wow Thank you for sharing that. And then I have one last question for the success tips. Um, as a business owner or nonprofit owner, uh, what have you found to be the most valuable to your success? I, I, listen, I have to go back to prayer. I promise you, I have to go back <laughs> to prayer. Prayer is it for me. Um, what I find is that I cannot give as much as I desire unless I am in good relationship with God, honestly. The other thing I would have to say is uh, networking. Networking has been a major tool for me. 
um, it has connected me with people such as yourself and that is networking. Networking is a major thing when it comes to doing anything um, as far as business and uh, nonprofit in the nonprofit sector. You have to be connected with the right people. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think that is very important uh, to network. And, and I also feel that networking is that key piece that a lot of entrepreneurs, a business owner and nonprofits may kind of overlook its importance and value um, because there's different ways to network. Um, and I think with the shift that's going on with, you know, entrepreneurship and social media and the world, of course, we're in a pandemic. I think that the networking portion is getting a little bit lost because of the different things we have going on. But I definitely agree with you. Networking is very key. Um, and I think it does play a role in success because those people that you're networking with can lead you to different opportunities and other connections that's beneficial for you, you know, are beneficial to what you're doing. So I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, the, the truth of the matter is if you don't have an audience and, you know, a lot of times our audience grows from who we network with, right? I, I'm not exposed to a certain group of people if I never network or share an audience with someone else. And the key really, you talked about the pandemic, I think it's important, although networking doesn't look the way we know it to look, right? Um, as before the pandemic, we have have found some very creative ways to continue to network. And I think that's the thing that people have to realize is that we can't change what's happening around us, but we can make the best but what with the hand that we're dealt. And so what that means, we have to learn how to pivot. We have to learn how to adjust ourselves to fit with where we are so that we are not left behind because if you don't keep up with the pace of what's happening you will be left behind and as, and as uncomfortable as networking has been for even for me because everybody's not you know people friendly or people people you know they don't like to engage with people that they don't know but when you open yourself up, you're not only opening yourself up to a new audience, but you open yourself up to a level of growth that you would not have had access to otherwise. And I think that's the thing that people don't really understand. Networking cannot be excluded from any business adventure, nonprofit uh, organization that you're starting. Networking has to be a vital piece. You're not on the island of uh, alone. And the truth is God created community for a reason. We grow and we learn from each other. And so networking is one of the, is, I think, it, like you said, it's much more important than I think people really realize. Absolutely, absolutely. So Nikita, tell us, does your nonprofit have any upcoming events or projects that our listeners uh, can expect in the future? Yes, absolutely. So we're actually... Um, coming up on Tuesday, February the 23rd at 7 p.m., we will be hosting our annual When Vision Meets Purpose event. And this year, we will actually be um, a partner with Bridget Battles, the stylist, expert stylist and coach. She will be joining us and we will be talking about mind transformation. Um, it's not going to be a typical vision board party, but that's the nature of the event is to help create vision. Because again, people do need to see sometimes people need a visual, right? And so we're trying to do something that is not as traditional as a vision board event. So this will be a conversation around, again, mind transformation. Uh, what does success look like in style? Um, how to uh, success 
successfully execute the things that you have placed on your vision board, keeping up the pace with what's happening around you and avoiding burnout. So, so those are some of the things that we're going to talk about at this upcoming event. Um, and if anybody would like to register for the event, the event is just $10. Um, what we do is all events that we have are not um, of a registration fee, but again, this is a nonprofit. So whatever we do, we try to make sure that we are bringing in monies that will allow us to be a support to the community and to the women that look to our organization. So there's just a $10 registration fee for this event. And they can register for this event by visiting our website again. There's an events tab there. And again, it's www.imshenikita.org. And they can register for the event then. And I hope that you guys would attend. Awesome. And tell our listeners, how can they support you and IMC? So they can always support IMG by making a charitable donation. We are a 501c3 entity, which means any donation that you make to our organization is tax deductible. Uh, we have sponsorship opportunities also available. So if anyone is interested in becoming a sponsor, and so they would be in real connection relationship with us as a sponsor. Uh, we also, again, uh, if they attend our empowerment events, this is a major thing because when you come to the events and, and you tell other people about the information that we are providing because we're all about empowering. Last year, we did an event called Secure in a Bag where we told about uh, investing and financial literacy and um life insurance and real estate insurance and business insurance and our goal is to empower us so that we can be everything that we would like to be that we desire so attending our events is supporting us as well we have become an eligible charity for amazon which you would have to shop for amazon through amazon smile the amazon smile portal and select i and she as your eligible charity and a percentage of all of eligible purchases every purchase that is made is not not eligible, but they do have specific uh, items that is eligible or considered to be an eligible purchase. And 5% of that particular item is donated to our organization. So you can support us by shopping through the Amazon Smile Portal. And there is a setting also in your uh, app on your phone. So if you shop through Amazon by way of your phone in your settings, there is an option for you to turn on the Amazon Smile. But if you are shopping through to uh by amazon on your web browser you would need to sign in on the amazon smile portal and it doesn't change any of your previous settings um your amazon prime all of that remains the same it doesn't change any of that the other option that you have to support us is through paypal giving fund and again everybody likes to shop and a lot of uh, organizations and companies use paypal as their payment method and so what you would do is you would go to the paypal giving fund and again, select I am she, and it will be I A I am she dash someone he empowered. You have to have the whole name for the Amazon Smile and the PayPal Giving Fund. And you will select us again as your eligible charity. And every time you pay with PayPal, they give you an option to make a donation to our organization. So those are just a couple additional ways in which you can support our organization. Um, and then we also have IMG apparel and other IMG products. So we encourage people to go to our website again and shop with IMG. So Nikita, tell us, does your nonprofit have any upcoming events or projects that our listeners uh, can expect in the future? 
Yes, absolutely. So we're actually um, coming up on Tuesday, February the 23rd at 7 p.m. We will be hosting our annual When Vision Meets Purpose event. And this year we will actually be um, a partner with Bridget Battles, the stylist, expert stylist and coach. She will be joining us and we will be talking about mind transformation. Um, it's not going to be a typical vision board party, but that's the nature of the event is to help create vision. Because again, people do need to see sometimes people need a visual, right? And so we're trying to do something that is not as traditional as a vision board event. So this will be a conversation around, again, mind transformation. Uh, what does success look like in style? Um, how to uh, successfully execute the things that you have placed on your vision board, keeping up the pace with what's happening around you and avoiding burnout. So, so those are some of the things that we're going to talk about at this upcoming event. Um, and if anybody would like to register for the event, the event is just $10. Um, what we do is all events that we have are not um, of a registration fee, but again, this is a nonprofit. So whatever we do, we try to make sure that we are bringing in monies that will allow us to be a support to the community and to the women that look to our organization. So there's just a $10 registration fee for this event. And they can register for this event by visiting our website again. There's an events tab there. And again, it's www.imshenikita.org. And they can register for the event then. And I hope that you guys would attend. Awesome. Well, Nikita, it was great learning more about you and your nonprofit, I Am She. I thank you so much for speaking with me today on the Boss Buzz podcast. Can you tell our listeners how they can find and follow you on social media? Yes. So I am on all social media platforms. I actually just joined Clubhouse too, the new social media podcasting platform. And I'm excited to be a part of that. So we're on Clubhouse at, uh, at um, my name on Clubhouse is Nikita McKenzie. So you can find me there on Clubhouse. We're also on Facebook at IMC Inc. I-N-C, Nikita. We're on Instagram at I-M-C-Inc underscore Nikita. And we're also on Twitter, I-M-C, Nikita. And we're also on LinkedIn. You can find us on LinkedIn, uh, Nikita McKenzie. We'll get you to me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Again, Nikita, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. And thank you so much for speaking with me today on the Boss Buzz Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, listeners, that concludes today's Boss Buzz. Thank you for tuning in today. And until next time, boss up and be blessed. You've just listened to the Boss Buzz podcast by Boss Up Magazine. Tune in to our next episode to catch the buzz on the next new boss in town. And until next time, boss up and be blessed.